Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Marketers love new toys, shiny things that we can play with, new channels that we can connect with people, and probably, ultimately, selling people stuff. So how about Clubhouse, the iOS-only, invite-only, voice-based social channel? So how do we feel about it? I'm Joe Glover, founder of The Marketing Meetup, a global community that connects and educates over 20,000 marketers in the most lovely way possible. Everything we do, we do it to put the human beings we help first. I'm Richard Wood. I lead the marketing agency Six and Flow. I've worked in marketing for around 19 years now, and I'm a massive believer in that marketers should be trying to engage with people on a human level, not just treating them as leads and numbers in a spreadsheet. Right, Joe, you laggard. How do you feel about Clubhouse? So uh, I've got I've got two views on Clubhouse. The first is I absolutely hate it, um, and and like it's not even about Clubhouse as as a thing. I just hate the conversation around Clubhouse. Like since this bloody app came out, people have been like, "Are you on Clubhouse? Are you on Clubhouse? Are you on?" It's because it's an exclusive network, Joe. If you're not uh, if you're not on it, you're not you're not part of the it crowd. I just don't care. I don't care about being part of the in crowd. Um, and the thing about it is that everyone's just like speaking about it as this this channel that you need to be on, but nobody's really thought about why. Or, or I've seen very few people give a compelling case of this is why you need to be on Clubhouse, or you know, it, or this is something that's really good about it. It's all just, are you on it? That so a bit said, of baby-induced sleep deprivations made you bitter and twisted, Joe. <laughs> Honestly, Congratulations on the baby, by the way. Thanks, man. <laughs> when I, when I, yeah, this is a great way to sort of kick off again, isn't it? Um, but when, when, I, when I get tired, I do get angry. But um, that's another thing. Anyway, but it, it, the thing about that is it, it just feels a misplaced uh, sense or uh, a misplaced use of your energy. You know, it's it's an age-old marketing problem, right? You know, you've got a, a finite amount of time. You can put a certain amount of time into stuff, and you know, just because something's new doesn't mean it's amazing. Doesn't mean it's better. It just means that it's new. The flip side to the argument is, I can definitely see that when there's new, there's opportunity, and it does feel like there's this land grab going on. And I spent a few hours on it the other day. And actually, the conversation that I listened in on, I didn't speak on it at all or anything like that, was actually all right. So this, the the particular conversation was quite meta in a sense because it was like a, an introduction to Clubhouse. Um, but folks were sort of being brought up on the stage, had a good question, um, and were sort of answered by these these experts. So actually, it was all right. I can see, however, that if you don't have like good people on there, and you know a decent moderator then it's just like a really really shit podcast you know that <laughs> and it's just i know one of them 
yeah. Why aren't we top of the charts yeah, already? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for me, I've I, I got to say my overriding feel feeling is that I hate it, but it's not because I hate Clubhouse. It's because I hate the conversation around it. And I do see an opportunity with it, which does mean that inevitably I'm going to end up on Clubhouse doing some sort of chat. Um, and yeah, I don't know how I feel about that other than probably a bit of a hypocrite. <laughs> I do, do you know what I I am amazed at the kind of the dichotomy that's formed like there's there's a I, I, re- I can't remember who tweeted it yesterday but it was somebody was saying basically that they they hate the fact that there's all these people talking who are like inclusion advocates this was and, yeah and but then he he was saying that actually like this is a channel that's exclusive and people go and get onto it and I was like I like I totally understand that but yeah. also, there's, I mean, it, it's a channel, they've used the, the exclusivity thing, they've used that as a marketing ploy. The iOS only, um, like, angle, I don't know if you've ever gone through, a, like, an app development process, you'd be no. stupid to build apps on two platforms at the same time, because then you've got to fix two bouts of problems. So right. if you look at how most big apps launched, like, Instagram for years was iOS only, I think it was years, I might be making that bit up, but it was Instagram, uh, iOS only to begin with. So right. I don't think that iOS only thing is much of a kind of like i don't think that's much of an argument and i think once they kind of uh, base it out i think it'll it'll definitely be android they'd be stupid not to the the um invite only thing is look at all of those successful viral campaigns look at hotmail look at gmail you make it exclusive like have uh, that invite process and it's gonna it's gonna make people want to be involved in it because you end up that that fomo like yeah. you want like that's the only reason i signed up because there were some other like marketing leaders talking <laughs> about oh we're on this clubhouse thing and i was like you mean there's an exclusive marketing club that i can't get into obviously <laughs> i want into it um so like i i get it like there are people talking about inclusion within the app and that's great that's their thing but yeah. it's i i can assure you they're not just talking in clubhouse about that it's just and it's it's where that soapbox happens to be stood for that particular conversation yeah so i like I, I totally agree with you though. Like I go through fits and spouts with it. Like some days I absolutely hate it, and I'm yeah. like, just get this shit off of my phone because the 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 one thing that they don't do very well is the ability to like silence the notifications. It's like an all or nothing, and I just get bombarded with them. Um, the other thing in there is there's definitely a lot of marketers in there almost choosing it like a like the shopping network. Like it's like watching the QVC channel with people stood up. Um, at, at the front of the class trying to like flog you stuff under the yeah. guise of it being a marketing conversation or like a well, whatever the topic in that room is like it and it's it's so transparent where you can see these marketers who are stood there going yeah well they could be sat obviously i can't see them but <laughs> they they're, they're there going like here is here is the process we're talking about here is what like i'm interested in and why you should be interested in Oh yeah, by the way, you can download my book if you go visit my Twitter page that's in my hand. Like it's you yeah. can see people pushing it into funnels and all of those rooms, like for me, I'm, i have a natural aversion, be like, nah. Because the other thing I've noticed in each one of those channels, there is no depth to any of the conversations. There's no, no like it is very top level with nobody substantiating anything. And I think mm-hmm. part of that might just be because it's a new channel. Like yeah. if you and I are having a, a chat in a pub, I'm I'm not gonna kind of like start firing out statistics unless i've made up those statistics <laughs> but like i'm not going to like bring out a, a deck and start rattling off all this stuff although actually i probably would start googling stuff if we were in an argument but like you, you get the point like it is it's a conversation and i think clubhouse because it's that conversation it's difficult for people to understand that 
that depth that's required for any real value at the moment. Yeah. My yeah. interest with Clubhouse though, what's going to happen when Spaces launch launches through Twitter? So Twitter Spaces, Ooh. there's there's I think within my social sphere there's probably maybe like six or seven people i've seen who have access to the beta of it who are starting to engage with it and i've listened to a couple of conversations yeah. that that has the potential to really piss on clubhouse's chips because clubhouse a lot of that network has been built across people's twitter like mm. um audience yeah and as soon as spaces comes in it's going to widen that audience dramatically so mm. that's I, I would be a little bit concerned if I was Clubhouse, but you, you're right for, for marketers, like there's definite value in it, definite value, because I, I don't know how many conversations you've been in so far, but the, the, the lack of friction to get involved in a conversation and get yeah. involved in a conversation with some very, um, I would say unobtainable people that like quite often you wouldn't be, other than you, Joe, Joe you, you kind of worm your way into all sorts of people but it's like but you, you see what i mean like there's like uh, i think zuckerberg's done a room yeah. elon musk has done elon a room yeah, like yeah. name a, a famous marketer they've probably done a conversation on that and yeah. people are invited to like go and speak grant cardone's on there if you want to go and have a conversation with i him. saw that i did see that yeah. and, and, I, <laughs> and I, I i was on when he was on and you know i didn't go in that room quite no. consciously so yeah <laughs> and that's like but that that's like those kind of people you are like forgetting grant cardone i'm not condoning going to listen to his room but like that that um kind of caliber of people you yeah. normally wouldn't have access to them in the same kind of way where you can have a voice conversation and yeah. that is so powerful and there's the lack of friction with that is the thing that makes it beautiful like it as a marketer it's exciting you're not driving somebody through a funnel they don't have to sign up to a webinar um not that there's anything wrong with webinars or we have covered that joe i know i know <laughs> they are important to you offensive again you know yeah. <laughs> he's twitching you can't see him um but that's like and that's what where i think the power from this stuff is coming from mm. well you, you're right and you make so many good points there i think the first one on exclusivity and, and sort of the ios thing i think you're right in that um, it is just where it happens to be for the moment. Um, that being said, you know, and, and actually to layer in another of your points, and as a platform and as a conversation, it's a brilliant one. You know, so since our conversation about um, events and webinars and stuff like that, you know, I've definitely had it ticking through my mind. How can I make this more multidimensional than a presentation and a chat? You know, how can I bring more people into it and stuff like that? And with Zoom webinars as they are, you know, that is a restriction you know with with the platform so i did go on clubhouse at the weekend and start listening to a few things and think actually this would be really good for the marketing meetup but the reason why i'm not going to do it is right now because it happens to be on ios only and for me um on a community that's built on in inclusivity and stuff like that whether or not it's based that ios thing is conscious as a sort of scarcity thing as a as a bringing more people in because other people can't access it thing whether that's a, a conscious act or not i can't afford to say only iphone users within my audience can engage with this so i i totally agree way. with you and i'm only i'm only playing devil's advocate because i like to argue with you yeah and <laughs> but could you not make the same argument the other way are you not then excluding the clubhouse audience so what about the people who aren't involved with um you on the other channels mm. it, and and like let's let's be honest they're they're going to be few and far between because 
yeah. most of your audience and marketers will be on all these other channels on the newsletter list. Joe does a great newsletter list, everybody, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, so like you, in theory, somebody could just be on Clubhouse. Yeah. Are you not excluding that person from that audience as well? So like, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like yeah, move away no. from all your other channels and don't have a conversation there, but yeah, yeah. there is an audience there and again, this comes into that there's a whole other argument around should I be on every channel? Obviously not if you're not going to be having decent conversation, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. like there is a counter to your argument of saying, yeah, but I'm not being inclusive if I go on that channel. That's but it. and but coming down to actual inclusivity and diversity, like and my wife um, said this to me the other day, I didn't even think about it. It's actually as a it's as a channel, yeah, it is way exclusive in terms yeah. of think about who can use it. You have to be yeah. able to hear. There is yeah. no other way. There is no visual element to it. There's no, like, there's no Braille. There's there's nothing. If you can't hear, you can't use the channel, which yeah. is interesting because, mm -hmm. like, that there's there's some immediate barriers there. And actually, mm -hmm. does that or does it not fall foul of some of the, like, inclusivity laws? So, anyway, that's a no, whole no. other topic that I'm not going to go anywhere near. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about it. So, you know, I... I we should speak well you just sit there and look pretty and i'll keep talking <laughs> yeah. well no, but we, should, we should speak with someone about that on here one day because i'd love to know more about like how to sort of make any sense of marketing not just clubhouse more accessible i think that would be a brilliant thing to do so maybe we should make that happen sometime so um, i ran an experiment on clubhouse right and i've actually run two experiments so we've tried running a weekly um like marketing pop-in type thing so where um we've started with the original one was just like six and flow come and chat with the marketing team basically and we just we had i think we had about 30 people in the room we just chatted marketing for a bit it was fun we did it for about an hour the next yeah. one we did was we we themed it and made it around sales and marketing alignment i think yeah. we had maybe 10 people join or something like that so we like we're playing yeah. around with it building audiences like understanding the platform that it's been fun like there's it, it's cool like to play with the experiment we did run so we ran a webinar with um tyler sard from um vidyard and gavin flood from uh ad roll and we ran there was a panel discussion um mm -hmm. like we were talking about because you know webinars are dead and <laughs> <laughs> and and because he uh be, um and what i'd said to both of them before i was like look this is an experiment but post this would you guys be happy to come across to clubhouse mm -hmm. we'll invite mm -hmm. everybody across and see what happens and yeah. and like in theory Good experiment. Let's see what yeah. happens. So, like, yes, we did a normal Q and A. Um, we asked loads of questions. Like, it's a panel, so the whole thing was Q and A, and we had people asking good questions and good engagement. And then we sent, as it ended, we sent everybody the LinkedIn, uh, the the link via email, saying, "Come and join us now um, mm -hmm. over here." Not a single person came across. Now, oh, interesting. The, there's a couple of caveats to that, right? So this is like a, a B2B marketing webinar process. So we only had about 50 people um, yeah. on that, which is fairly average. Like yeah. we're nowhere in the, the kind of Galactico regions that you are, Joe. Um, <laughs> well, but, that's all I do though. That's all I do as well, to be fair. You know, that's, that's Don't be nice to me, it's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the um, And so like we, we had that 50 people and then we didn't have a single person came come across. We had, so we ended up with about six people. So they were like six and flow people and the speakers there. And we had like a nice discussion. And then 10 minutes later, we'd kind of closed it down. Right. I will try that again. And mm -hmm. like bearing in mind, this was about 
two weeks ago now. So there is still not that um, kind of adoption there. Like it is by no means like the a mainstay channel no. and it's still iOS only. I will try it again. I will probably wait until it is either Android or invite free. So like, yep. you, like as in anybody can join. So yeah. when one of those two things happen, I will probably run it again because I think we'll get a much better uptake. But yeah. what I do know is four or five people who had signed up because in the like the lead up, the comms that we were sending in the lead up to the panel, we had a like, by the way, we're going to be running this on Clubhouse. Join us. Here's the link for when it goes live. Yeah. I had four or five people reach out to me saying, hey, can I get an invite? So we had a bunch yeah. of people join and connect and follow me. And then either didn't show for the, the webinar or didn't show for the clubhouse either. So there's yeah. interest there. And I think people see the value. And I really see the value of being able to actually have a real conversation outside mm -hmm. of that um, that webinar process. Because a webinar is daunting. Like putting your hand mm -hmm. up on a webinar, yes, you can ask in the comments. But actually saying to somebody, yeah, I want to come and speak in front of all these other people on the webinar. Sure. Bearing in mind the people on a webinar are normally positioned as experts in that that field. So yeah. you coming into that is, I mean, you have to have a like a confidence there that you're willing to kind of step up to the plate. Whereas voice only doesn't really matter. Like no. you can have a conversation. Yeah, you might look like an idiot if you say something stupid, but it doesn't really matter. No. I say stupid shit all the time. Well, yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> but that that's an interesting thing. So potentially, if we if we take a sectors ask you about the clubhouses sessions i, I don't even know what the, the clubs that you've you've enjoyed um, uh, clubs are something different okay so it, the club is like the top level thing and then they've got um sessions what the what do chat, the session uh, chat conversations chat, chat, yeah, like that. I don't know. yeah whatever it is um so the one that i attended at the weekend um had three moderators i want to say and it was literally like a Q&A to these moderators. They were uh, positioned as experts in Clubhouse and people were asking them questions. Um, from the chats that you've attended and that have worked well in terms of format that our audience might be able to sort of think about replicating, what are the ones which sort of like stand out for you? Are they ones where they've got a series of moderators and it is just a Q&A? Or is it literally like eavesdropping on the conversation between a couple of people who happen to be you know, really smart or whatever? Those uh, those ones that are uh, like multiple moderators seem to go like longer, like as in some of them run for days on end and they have like a rotation of moderators and things like that. And that's great. Like it's drop-ins. I know that um, somebody was trying the other day. Um, who was it? I spoke to them. Um, but they were basically running a continuous one where you could join it as okay. like, um, so that could be your office environment. So like you could have a water cooler um, chat while you're working from home like there's just people who are dropping in and out which i thought like yeah. i quite like that that principle and there's like ongoing moderator type stuff yeah. i i typically don't get a lot of value from the ones that are longer format um and multiple moderators that are running across days because there's where's where's the distilled discussion in that like i either have to be there for a whole thing miss something like i only have snippets of time i'd mm -hmm. much rather have like here's the hour we're going to talk about this and here's yeah. the value you're going to get so yeah. that's the kind of stuff that i i prefer but i because i kind of feel like it's an alternative to a podcast in that that yes. respect yeah. but also totally. if somebody says something i can then go like somebody listening mm. to us now, right, could go, mm. actually, guys, how do you feel about this? Which would then change the discussion. And I'm engaging with that. Yeah. I feel like there's way more value in that for me personally for than sure. the longer Absolutely. format. Absolutely. No, that's fair. That's definitely fair. 
Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting. And, and we've actually discussed, you know, actually having a clubhouse thing. I think we should after, try it. After episodes. We should give it a go. I mean, you never know. I mean, we might get all all 38 people who listen to our podcast. Along. Is your, is your mum on Clubhouse yet? <laughs> she, she isn't on Clubhouse. And uh, I'm keeping you away from her too. Um, <laughs> um, it's interesting. I mean, so I want to pick up what you said about Twitter there as well. So I guess sort of with Snapchat, then Instagram copied their stories and, and sort of took over from what Snapchat were and stuff like that. Um, some of the shortfalls that I see with Clubhouse at the moment, Twitter will probably be able to fill into that space quite quickly. Are things like analytics and and sort of, well, some of the features that I would love to see from Clubhouse. So let's backtrack a little bit. We're probably going to have to edit this now because like I'm I've not been, editing it. Like, you sound stupid, so I'm just. <laughs> so I would go to Clubhouse if the following things happened. Um, I would go to Clubhouse if uh, it got available on Android um, and the invite thing. I think those are both important. But more beyond that, I feel like it would be really important to sort of be able to capture a Clubhouse and sort of be able to distribute it afterwards. And as far as I'm aware, you can't do that. Well, you you, you could sort of. You could... Well, like could you, you could record put, it third... Like you could record part, it. Like you could put a, yeah. like in your iPhone, like the jack in your phone, you could yeah, yeah, record yeah. it or whatever. But, but like it's, it's a faff. It's, yeah yeah um and the other thing was that i understand the analytics aren't very good either so it's kind of like you're there you're in the moment you chat in but when you're done you're done it doesn't live on uh folks can't really listen to that you don't really know who's been there you can't really tell if you're doing good or bad you just feel like you've had a good conversation is that right i mean it just feels yeah, like so like but, but this comes back to one of our previous conversations is with with marketers and like what what is the value in that like is it mm. like yes you'd count the amount of people in the rooms etc like okay yeah i've had 50 people great that's quite a lot of people um there was zero friction it's somebody i might not have had in that but I've, i'm starting to build an audience or a reputation mm. but yes you don't have much analytical um kind of um understanding around who they are what they are um, mm. and what they are like in terms <laughs> of like what they do or whether or not they're going to be right for your business but I don't think that's the right way to approach this. I don't walk into a pub and go, all right, like how many people are here? True. Who can I have the best conversations with? And like it's, yeah. it, it, you're approaching it from that. So I think there's a much softer like approach to it. It's, it's still brand, but yeah, you're right. There's, there's, no, there's no real analytics off the back of it yet, but yeah. I don't feel like that should be a stopper from you engaging with it. I think this has to be one of those, there, there's a leap of faith required. Yeah, I make a bet. It's fair. I mean, I it feels like we're in land land grab stage. So that's the that's the that's the thing I don't like about it. There's there's all these people who like you can see those early Twitter and early Instagram kind of tactics where people are following loads of people and yeah, yeah. kind of just and it's just and engaging in some of the rooms with like they're not really questions, not really comments. It's just kind of like, hey guys, look at me. I'm in this room too. Interesting. You see that I haven't experienced that yet, but that's that is something which would feel slimy and then it becomes it becomes exactly why the marketing meetup exists actually because it starts feeling slimy but that's down to the moderators though true yeah yeah you set the precedent but i've got to say the other side of this is that even at the marketing meetup over the course of time there's been occasions you know where you have the q a at the end of talks and stuff like that and you know for us and the same for clubhouse they're free to attend events and stuff like that so you don't have complete control who's in the room who's asking questions how they ask questions, how long they ask questions for. 
Um, so when you give someone your stage, you do literally give them your stage. And, and I guess that's one of the things about Clubhouse additionally that sort of makes me go, ooh, you know, I mean, like, if you've got 100 people listening into one person who's going on and on or selling themselves or whatever, it just feels uncomfortable. And you don't really have that control over it beyond sort of saying, shut up and go away, you know, each, which is horrible. Each one of the rooms has normally has like um, rules of engagement type things. Like, and I think with that, so like marketing media, right? So your audience would be like fairly receptive to the way that you do things. You have your like, give each other hugs and kisses when you come and meet type shit. Like everybody <laughs> understands that process. Yeah. Now, like, I think you would be well within your rights or like the remit and people would understand it if like when you're bringing people into the room and like periodically as it's being presented, you'd be like, just just to remind everybody, like this isn't about pitching. This is about like the comments. We're talking about something in particular here. It's not about like growing your business. It's not about like, like we're not after the pitches. Let's yeah. keep the discussions. And I think you'd be like, I think we should do one next week. I think we should just pick a time. We'll run mm-hmm. one. We'll see how it ends up. And we'll we'll moderate it on the same thing. If somebody jumps on, starts pitching, we'll be like, look, dude, that's not what this is for. Like we're, yeah. we're talking about like human-centered marketing. You're pitching yeah. yourself. It's 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 cool. We understand you're trying to grow your business. You're pitching yeah. yourself. We're just going to kind of, we'll, we'll put you back in the put you back yeah, yeah. in the naughty corner <laughs> interesting yeah fair play uh, yeah let's give it a go i mean you, you, that is the thing as well right you know i think there's I, I probably made a pretty crap point earlier about sort of needing the numbers and stuff like that i mean that um because i don't really believe it if i'm honest i think you do need to just try these things out so uh, let's give it a go it can't harm can it you know so so let's i um I, I think over over the last few weeks, I must externally look like a bit of a fanboy of Clubhouse. And honest, <laughs> honestly, I, I I like I appreciate the platform. I am enjoying parts of it. There's a lot of it that I just don't like, and yeah. I'm kind of like really avert, like have an aversion to. Yeah. Averse is what the word I was looking for there. Um, <laughs> and but like I I can see the potential in it, and I like the way that it's it's changing a lot of like the ways that people think that they can use different channels and how I, I think there are some smart things and the ways that it can be linked together with different platforms, which is why I'm trying to link it to those those panel series, because I think there's different ways that it can be used to extend the marketing that we're already doing. And actually, it, it's perfect for what we're talking about, because what's more human than having a conversation where you cannot do any demand gen off the back of it. There is no funnel. You cannot then follow up with an email going, hey, like yeah, yeah you yeah. could follow up and send them a Twitter DM like or an Instagram DM, depending on how they've connected. You could yeah. do that stuff, but mm-hmm. it's there's no way that you can automate off the back of that and like yeah. hit them with a like, thanks for coming, now download my shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you know, it makes it makes good sense. It is quite exciting, despite all my my negativity about it just just reading that the tiredness is going on because because <laughs> you know it is exciting it's exciting when a new platform comes out and stuff like that i i do i have that natural aversion and if i'm honest as a marketer i probably am a little bit slow to pick up on things to start off with you know that's just me i'd like i like to think about things before jumping into it a little bit um sleepy joe like, glover yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, Biden seems to be doing a good job. So I, 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 that, that was not a political comment. <laughs> I know you, Rich. You're all about politics all the time. Everyone, you should hear him off, off camera and off, off yeah, his yeah. ears, the work. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, um, 
yeah you know give it a go you know and and and, and we'll see how it goes I, I'll right. be up we're that. booking a time that is going to be between feeds next week yeah. and then we'll <laughs> yeah. take it from there yeah sounds good all right Club thanks back. for coming joe good to see you back i missed you I missed you too although you were texting me at, at 11 o'clock last night so you that's right that's a newfound time time for me i never knew that time existed before it, so. it was important it was important <laughs> thanks for listening everybody take care bye-bye <laughs>